Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange. Welcome to Family Law Talk. My name is Kirk Stenge, and I am one of the managing partners of Stenge Law Firm, which is a family law firm with multiple offices in Missouri and Illinois and the St. Louis metro area. Well, welcome today to Family Law Talk with Stenge Law Firm. Today's topic is an interesting one. Uh, the title of the topic is Study Shows uh, Forgiveness Can Overcome Infidelity, and this is based on a study done out of the University of Missouri, Kansas City, that's gotten quite a bit of uh, publicity. It was even reported on the Huffington Post. Uh, so it's been reported and, and definitely has been getting a lot of attention. So we'll get to that topic here in just a minute. But before we get into that and delve into it deeper, I should state, as I always do, that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements and that the information you obtained today in this episode is general in nature and obviously it may not apply to specific factual or legal circumstance. Therefore, if you need legal advice, you should definitely consult and hire an attorney who is licensed and competent to practice law in your specific jurisdiction. All right, well, on to the topic itself. Uh, again, the topic is study says forgiveness can overcome infidelity, and this is based on uh, a study from the University of Missouri, Kansas City, and we actually have an article uh, relative to the study uh, on our webpage, uh, stcharlesdivorceattorneysblog.com. And so as a follow-up to the episode today, you can go to stcharlesdivorceattorneysblog.com and you can look at the article dated May 1st, 2014. And that will give you more information on this topic. <clears throat> and it actually takes you to a link to a story on the Huffington Post. And then the Huffington Post story actually has a link uh, to a brief uh, synopsis of the study. It's It's pretty brief. Uh, but it's on psychnet.apa.org, and and uh, and it gives you even more information on this topic. But in some ways, I think the topic is kind of straightforward. But um, in a lot of ways, it brings up, I think, a couple of concepts, a couple of ideas that I think uh, that I think are different, maybe than what what folks uh, might think. But I mean, let's let's go through this. Obviously, infidelity and cheating a horrible thing, and. And obviously it's a breach of trust in marriage and and is a big cause for a lot of divorce out there. Uh, And and so, you know, parties who, uh, you know, cheat on their spouse, it's not a good thing. And obviously the spouse who's been cheated upon, you know, they feel betrayed. And this is not, I would say, the only cause for the breakup of marriages. I'd say at our firm we see a lot of marriages break up for a lot of different reasons apart from cheating, even though – Cheating is kind of the the sensationalized uh, reason people come up with divorce, and I think a lot of people probably attribute you know cheating to uh, the lion's share of the divorces. And I don't know that may or may not be true. We see a lot of cases where you know the marriage is just irretrievably broken, where people just kind of grow apart, uh, uh, and they have kind of different viewpoints of the world and the way they want to live their life. And we see a lot of that, kind of just the the no fault. Uh, uncontested divorce where nobody nobody's done anything particularly wrong. The marriage just kind of fell apart. And then oftentimes cheating uh, can happen in marriages. But what, uh, what we tend to see in a lot of instances, and again, this isn't always the case, but in, in happy marriages, uh, uh, I mean, there can be cheating, kind of that surprise cheating that takes somebody completely off guard. But what we see a lot of, and I would say what I see more of at times is, 
is that cheating can be a byproduct of a marriage that hasn't been going very well for a long period of time. So you have cases where the cheating is like a surprise and it happens in a fantastic marriage, but you have uh, some cases where, like I say, the marriage just wasn't going good for a long period of time. Uh, uh, maybe maybe the parties were sleeping in separate bedrooms, kind of living separate lives, and then the cheating uh, uh, later came on the marriage. But regardless, when you when you get past that, and then you get into uh, how uh, some couples are able to uh, overcome the cheating and save their marriage, that's where the study is is pretty key and pretty important. And uh, what the study itself shows, and again, I'm just citing this study. Obviously, I'm not a psychologist, and I didn't conduct this study. I'm just kind of reading the results of this study uh, conducted at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. But uh, forgiveness is the key factor here, that uh, in, in marriages uh, where there's cheating, if the parties want to reconcile, forgiveness must be achieved is sort of the key, key takeaway from the study, and that uh, time... Uh, the passage of time, uh, the the expression of commitment, so in other words, kind of a recommitment, uh, those are okay things, uh, but the, the key component that actually results in a marriage being saved is forgiveness, and the forgiveness has to come from the, the spouse who was cheated upon. And so uh, that's kind of the moral of the study itself, and so, you know, that forgiveness has to come, and that can come uh, through therapy, uh, could, it can come through discourse between the parties themselves. Uh, but the result of the study is is that for marriage to work after there's been cheating, uh, the spouse who's been cheated upon has to uh, forgive the other spouse. And obviously, uh, uh, when you look at the Huffington Post article too, which cites a study, and they're they're kind of, I mean, the study is not really related specifically to cases where there's serial cheating. So in cases where one one spouse continually cheats uh, uh, and, it, it, and it, it's continuous and happens happens frequently, I think you kind of throw the study out in a lot of respects. Uh, this focus sort of uh, focuses on uh, single instances of cheating or maybe an affair with one person that took place for a while that, that has now ended. Uh, so I mean I think I think the study itself kind of denotes that cheating has stopped, it has ended, and then again uh, the moral is that the party who's been cheated upon they have to forgive the other spouse for the marriage to work, and then if that happens, the study uh, references kind of the scientific term, which I thought was kind of interesting. And when I was reading the study, I focused on this multiple times just to make sure that I was uh, getting it as somebody who's not uh, from a scientific background in terms of my education. But uh, there's this this term that they use called post-traumatic growth, or PTG. And, and uh, the researchers behind the study describe PTG, PTG as a process of interpersonal struggle, which suggests that unlike an interpersonal experience shared by two or more people, like the forgiveness itself, the process of strengthening the relationship comes from within the wrong spouse. So, in other words, the study concluded that uh, uh, theoretically, uh, if forgiveness can come from the wrong spouse, so if the wrong spouse, the one who didn't cheat, can forgive the other spouse, uh, it can actually result in a strengthening of the marriage, which I think is maybe the maybe the controversial part of uh, the study, maybe the part of the study that might rub some people a little bit wrong, cause some resistance. I know, like I said, I focused on that piece of it. 
uh, myself, but at least according to this data and this study and the, and the, and the people that did the research here, uh, the moral and the theme is is that if forgiveness can come in instances of uh, a single instance of cheating uh, uh, that has, has stopped, that actually the marriage itself can become stronger uh, past that. Uh, so that that is the uh, kind of the interesting piece to the study. Like I said, um, I think it's definitely interesting, uh, definitely something that uh, for the folks out there maybe are in a marriage where cheating has occurred, uh, they're trying to wrestle with it and figure out, you know, how how they can overcome it if they're looking to save the marriage. This is uh, definitely a study to read, uh, one to look at. It definitely has interesting data that I think uh, I think the folks out there will like. So again. Is a follow-up to the episode today. Uh, you can go to St. Charles Divorce Attorneys Blog.com. That's St. Charles Divorce Attorneys Blog.com. Look at the article dated May 1st, 2014, titled "UMKC Study: Forgiveness Can Overcome Infidelity." Read that as a follow-up to uh, today's episode. Definitely interesting topic, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today with Family Law Talk with Stengy Law Firm. Stay tuned. Our next episode coming up very soon. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stangy. Visit StangyLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today.